0: Thank you for joining me today. I am your host, Dana Hart. and Today we're going to talk about all of the things that are out there to aid in manifestation or aid in us seeing our future, knowing our future. Is it really necessary? We have tarot cards, we have zodiac, we have all of these little things that are made to help us in and sometimes manifesting things. And my question is, do they work and are they necessary? And my 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 answer before I get into it, my just off-the-cuff intuitive answer would be no. The power lies within us. Now, can they help? Yes, they absolutely can help because if a person really believes in that thing, then... Yes, it will aid in manifesting whatever it is they're thinking about. So we all have the the innate ability to manifest and create our own uh, reality. To manifest is to bring something from the spiritual realm of the non-physical to the physical plane. It means bringing into existence something we can see Feel touch with our five senses now of course that also means something which we can enjoy and savor with all of our physical senses now there's a a common misconception that when something is on the spiritual or non-physical plane that it's not real and if you want to become a conscious deliberate manifester then it will help if you remove this limiting belief From your belief system. What's vividly imagined or envisioned in the spiritual, non physical plane is just as real as something which is in the physical plane. Until you realize this great universal truth that the ancient spiritual masters throughout the ages have been telling us and really have faith in it, you cannot become a true and powerful manifester. For you'll be constantly making distinctions between what is manifest in your life and what is not yet manifest in your, in your life. Basically a manifester in my definition is someone who who is finally aware of his creative and manifestation skills. And I use the word aware because the powers of creation and manifestation are something which we all have, but few of us consciously use. Mostly in today's society, we use it to create and pet- or perpetuate more lack. Most of us unconsciously, like we, we unconsciously create situations that we don't even want. And then use those very same manifestative powers to then get themselves out of those situations so in essence life becomes almost like a series of games it starts with us using our power to create something which we don't want and then using our power basically out of sheer desperation to get us out of that situation and wondering it landed us in the, the unwanted situation in the first place <laughs> and it's kind of hard for us to actually admit to ourselves well you know I kind of did think of myself and feel myself down that path and into that hole and then now and then when you got yourself there you were like how did I get here and until you see yourself as a conscious creator And as an attractor of everything that comes into your physical experience, you'll always feel yourself to be powerless. You'll always ascribe and prescribe circumstances, situations, and events in your life to external causes. But there are no external causes. Everything happens in and from you. And I'm talking to myself as well. This has been the teaching of the spiritual masters throughout the ages, regardless of which book you pick and read. But listen, it's so difficult for most people to get it because it requires that one takes total responsibility for everything that happens in their life. It's, it's a hard pill to swallow, you know? So when people become lost or confused or when they feel that external circumstances, events or things or powers are dictating the flow of their lives, they tend to become superstitious. They tend to believe in external causes such as almanacs, horoscopes, numerologies, divination tools. But how can you believe in those mystical divination tools and at the same time believe in the power within yourself? They are completely divergent in nature, and those two opposing natures of beliefs cannot possibly coexist together. I've often, actually, I've often been asked whether one should believe in something like numerology or feng shui or horoscopes and almanacs, and the truth is that none of these matter when you are trying to create your own reality. The spiritual masters have told us time and time again that the power is within us. It is not something that is outside of us. Even positive psychology says this, that when we ascribe power to something that is outside of us, such as what an ancient book says or what an ancient calendar says, then in essence you are giving your power away. When you're admitting that we are powerless and that something outside of us such as placement on my table has power over the results of my life no now i'm gonna I'm gonna give a little confession here I love crystals and I love crystals because yes, they do hold powerful energies, but I have to say that. I cannot allow myself. I have been to the point where I had to step away from and not allow myself to depend on the energies from crystals to support me. Rather, it is my own energy to support myself in attaining my own goals. Crystals are just kind of an enhancement. And quite frankly, if I'm honest with myself, they just make me feel better at times, just having them and holding them. And if you don't know about crystals, do some research. They, they're they um, very, you know, they hold vibrations and energies and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I cannot give my power away to a crystal. The crystal is there to enhance me, not me to enhance it. So that's one example of, of giving your power away. So I I can't say that if I, if I have a protection crystal, for instance... I can I could not allow myself to say, oh, if I don't have my protection crystal, then I'm not protected, because at the end of the day, I am always protected because the protection is within me. Could a crystal hold protection energies, vibrations? It's possible, but even if I don't have the crystal, I hold protection vibrations and energies that are sufficient enough for me even without the crystal so that's one example how we get kind of get wrapped up in things and for some people you know um, such a thought can be liberating because it frees them of the burden of, of being responsible it frees them of the need to be accountable now they can blame something outside of themselves instead of something within themselves, such as faulty belief, they can say, oh, my table or bed was not positioned correctly, therefore I had poor results in the past. Now this is the very same individual who may experience miraculous results with feng shui or with any other kind of superstition because in so making that change, he or she suddenly gives himself permission to succeed. He or she has released all resistance and in that moment allowed the success he was seeking to come in. Now quantum physics talks about the field of potentialities and possibilities. And basically this field is completely unpredictable. It has to be completely unpredictable and completely open in order to truly contain any possibility And if the field is predictable, it would then tend towards a certain fatalistic outcome and our potentials or possibilities would therefore be limited. So we know now that the quantum field is unlimited and literally put, anything is possible. And since anything is indeed possible, the moment we ascribe a cause to something, it is so. The moment we say something is the reason for something, it is so. Because we proclaim it to be so. So basically, your beliefs make it so. Therefore, people who are superstitious and often looking for external causes frequently say things like, Oh, you know, I I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, so blah, blah, blah. Now, recognize that when you say or even think something, you're not saying those words to a field of nothingness. You are saying those words out loud to a field of quantum possibilities that literally surrounds you. It is just that our five senses cannot accurately perceive this field yet. So when you ascribe a cause to something and make up your own reason for something, it literally becomes so believe becomes reality in your world and literally perpetuates itself. So back to the question of whether lucky charms and superstitions work. They do. They work exactly because of the principles we've touched upon earlier. They work because you proclaim them to work, thereby collapsing the quantum field of possibilities where anything can happen into a particular outcome or certainty. From that particular outcome or certainty, you then attract and gravitate towards a smaller subset of outcomes or certainties until you line up exactly the way as you imagined or intended them to be. Now enough for you to look at all the evidence and say, see, I told you. <laughs> so therefore, if you have strong underlying belief that wearing black is unlucky and you believe in in it strongly, it would be unwise for you to go against it. Like if you have a strong belief of that, don't go against it because in your current belief system, you've collapsed all the possibilities, including one that black is unlucky into a certain kind of predestined outcome. You know how they say, oh, don't let a black cat cross your path or don't walk under Uh, a ladder. I, well, I guess I've never really gone by any of those rules because a black cat comes to my front door a lot. And I love the cat. The cat is, I mean, to me, the cat is just so cute and friendly. But what if I limited myself to that thinking and thought that the cat was going to bring me some kind of bad luck? Now, if I believed that it then something, probably would have happened in response to that belief and then I would have been like see I told you and that's just an example and your reality events and circumstances they match your thoughts and this this is the role of the lucky charms in in people's lives so if some spiritual master tells you that buying a $5,000 statue or receiving a particular mantra is good for you and you trust him dearly. dearly, And then you better just go ahead and do it. Because that is why, that is the way your current belief system is set up. And so is that spiritual master right? Of course he is. But he's telling you, but is he telling you the whole truth? That you can be free from him and free from the cr- crutches as well? Probably not. You can be free from all of the crutches and tools that bind you. Zodiac, tarot cards, readings, I mean oils, crystals, anything. You should only use them when appropriate as learning aids along your journey. I use them as learning aids along my journey, often switching from one tool or meditation to another and often with great results. But I'm not stubborn. I do not cling on to these tools, but I know it is the tools that are bring about the results that my understanding and the application of the universal principles that these tools are helping me do. At the end of the day, it's not even my understanding or application of the matter. It's up to the universe. More commonly known as God's grace, and everything happens by grace indeed. So we can affirm or set intentions and wish for something so hard, but if it's not aligned with our highest good, it will not appear in our lives. And, you know, quite honestly, it's not being Pollyannish, but it's just recognizing an important and real spiritual truth. How many times have you said, thank God that thing I asked for at age 16 did not come true. (laughs) Of course, it does not only happen at age 16, but I'm constantly amazed by how a higher power always knows better than I am, and I am at a stage today where I can look at the unmanifested things in my life and give thanks for them. Today, I understand that everything in my life is for a reason, and some things may come into my life at a later time, or not at all. whatever it may be, I'm at peace with it all. And being at peace is one of the best feelings you can possibly be. So at the end of the day, the goal should be to be at peace